All right, so we are here at Miss Carousel. As our listeners right now can hear, they're like, man, what is going on? Yeah, typically Neighbors Don't Knock is, is a dead silent soundstage, and all of a sudden <laughs> we've got like music blaring in the background, and it's great. I love it's, it. It's a party. It We're is gonna a party. party. What was this? We're going to party like it's 1999. Never do that ever again. Okay, sorry. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Oh, hello, all you lovely neighbors out there for Neighbors Don't Knock. Uh, for that voice that you heard, we don't give him enough credit. Every time I hear it, I get goosebumps. I know. Uh, so we want to... Big shout out to JP. I mean, he makes he gets that intro going every every day for us. Every he show. He really does. I every like week. Every gave, week. He gave the show its pulse. We own, we own that. Yeah, we do. So uh, much love if you guys are looking for some, uh, some talented voice talent. You know, hit us up at admin at neighborsdontknock.com and we will connect you with JP. Uh, but we are excited to be at Miss Carousel in East Downtown Houston. That's right. If you haven't heard by now, we are not in our studio. We're on location for our season four, as we talked about. But we're really excited our to be here. Our season four finale. Finale. We are I, wrapping it up. I can't believe it's been a whole season again. But you know what? Don't worry, because there's going to be a season five. There is, with lots of great guests. We already have a great lineup of guests. Yeah. I, we do. We can debate about show format after the show. What well, do you think? That's true, I guess. But if you are tuning in for the first time, we want to thank you. Subscribe and follow and like us on all the social media. You can also email us at admin at neighborsdontknock.com and we also introduced a new way for our listeners to interact with us that's right if you want to reach out and drop the show a message show love in any way you see fit you can go to our pod inbox link we'll have that up in the episode description as well as being on our website that's right all you have to do is type in podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock and you'll be right on our page you can leave us a free audio message and we may even Put, put it on the show. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. That's right. Okay. So uh, we are, again, like Philip said, in our finale, and I'm so excited. Uh, man, we, we have a lot to recap today. There's a lot of hustle and bustle going on around us, too. I well, feel the ex energy ex is excited just... to be out in Houston. I mean, we're, we're out. We're out, baby. I know. Houston is open for business. And I tell you what, I can't believe how much the neighborhood that we're in right now has changed over the years. It really just, just has. Just 10 years ago, there was like nothing but warehouses here. And now it's just this beautiful, bustling neighborhood making me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> I look around to all these making beautiful 20-somethings <laughs> hanging out at the bar and beautiful 30-somethings. I'm going, oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you, I, I did have to pay a pretty penny because of the uh, Astros game going on. Indeed. Yeah, so, parking's but a little it, bit we are in that. Baseball. We are in the baseball prime season right now. But, you know, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm still an Astros fan. So, you know, controversy is <laughs> with everything. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't abandon your home team. It doesn't matter what they do. Trash can banging or not, it just doesn't matter what they do. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? We are here, and anyone that is going to be hanging out with us, you guys are going to be privileged to be hearing from multiple neighbors or anyone that wants to walk up and step up to the mic to say hello to us. Indeed, and we have someone who knows a whole lot more about the Astros than I do, at least. I think that you do as well. Oh, I guarantee he knows more about the Astros than I do. Seated at our table <laughs> right now. Should That's we bring right. on our first yeah, guest? Let's, let's bring him on. So we want to welcome Robert Land. Robert, welcome to the show, man. I just heard you talking about voiceover work, and 
I'm like, these mics are so nice. I think anybody would, you, <laughs> Brian in real life sounds like Victoria Jackson. Or for, for you younger viewers, he's kind of like Randy Rainbow. And, but not, not, now it's like James Earl Jones. He's James Earl Jones. I'm, oh, wow. Ooh, Luke. Wow, that's, that's a compliment, actually. I am your <laughs> I'm father. Take that. I don't take it to the bank. Um, well, you feel free to get as close to that nice mic as possible because of the background noise. The closer you get, the more we're going to hear you. But thank you so much for, for being our guest for our season finale on the show. This is cool. Yeah, thanks, Robert, for stopping by, man. Uh, you know, actually, you know, Robert and I go a little ways back, so I'm, I'm really happy to see you again. We don't get a chance to see each other very often. Uh, but he also has a podcast, Houston Sports Podcast. Houston Sports Talk, and it's been going for... Close to, we're closing in on nine years. There's over 1,200 episodes. Uh, we've had uh, so many incredible guests. I, I call it this sort of Houston sports talk bump because two years before Simone Biles won multiple gold medals, she was on our podcast back in 2014. Uh, we had Mina Kimes, and if you're a sports fan, you recognize the name from everywhere on ESPN. If you if you don't know Mina Kimes and you're a sports fan, I'm, I'm shocked because she's everywhere. She's Basically, yeah, she's, a, she's a TV personality now. Yeah, she, she's not just a sports writer now. Now, now she's made it big on all the all the big ESPN shows, and you know, you know for, a little, so a little podcaster jealousy here because we've been on uh, Simone Biles. Like, yeah, don't call us, we'll call you list for quite a while now. At well, well, I mean, you got to get them at, early on. You can't I wait. know that's true. I mean, but you know, a little bit of love to Simone Biles because Absolutely. Houston. Houston native here, so we always have some love for her. Indeed, the goat. Welcome anytime. Yeah, I, I absolutely. So, Robert, what do you what do you do when you're out in Houston? Where are your favorite places to go? My favorite thing to do is Miller Outdoor Theater. It's the coolest thing. I'm always surprised that it is not more crowded out there. A lot of times, it's not crowded at all. And you know, I I, I saw the band America just a few weeks ago, who've been going. Brian, I'll, I'll appreciate this. They've been going for 50 years since their first album and they were unbelievable. I could not believe how good they sound in their 70s. It was it's fantastic. I mean, just it, it, the guys sounded like their voices were way back when, when they were opening for The Who and they opened for Pink Floyd. They were talking about doing acoustic 30 minute sets before Pink Floyd back, I guess in the late 60s, early 70s when, when we were out there. So yeah, the Miller Outdoor, it's awesome, and it's it's my favorite place. To, it's my favorite thing to do there. Well, you know, and for those that are in the Houston area, Miller Outdoor Theater, if you don't know, you can sit on the lawn for free. You don't have to pay for a ticket. Indeed, it's long been one of my favorite venues in Houston, and shame on me, I've not been there since the pandemic all sort of wrapped up. So thank you for bringing it up, because you reminded me, I need to get my tail over there. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I do love Miller Outdoor Theater, but, you know, Houston in the summertime, can be very hit or miss. It can be very uncomfortable. Yeah, especially when summertime comes on May 7th. <laughs> well, it's funny. Everybody talks about, oh, it's too hot in Houston to be outdoors. But, you know, during the summer, well, pretty much most of the year, everything that they do starts around 8, 8.15 uh, in that range. And I see you guys out drinking at 8 o'clock at night. When it's, once it gets dark outside, there is alcoholics out there on patios well, all over I, I like how he just said, you guys. I know, and then threw out <laughs> alcoholics. I'm feeling a little bit judged. I, you know what? I, I am too. Let me take another <laughs> sip of my drink while I You're while in the right environment judged. for it. You're definitely in the right environment for it. No, Miller is great. So, America, did you see during the pandemic the internet meme that was going around that had the woman locked in the closet talking about her husband driving her insane? I missed this one. And he kept on playing the horse with no name. And her big her big stick is, 
just named the horse already. What's the <laughs> matter with you? Was, why does it have no? Give it a name. <laughs> what what would what would the name would you give it? Sparky. That's really. It's just the first thing. That's mind. I know that I know that's why. I was like, come on, you got to get a little more creative than that. I blame the vodka crayons. <laughs> What can I tell you? Anyone who says vodka crayon? No, pretty bad, right? <laughs> was, uh, like well, I said, old guy at the old bar. Old guy, that's right. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a good thing that no one else younger here is listening to us right now. <laughs> They'd be walking out. I had an employee once that refused to say the word Chardonnay. It was shard. Hey, no. how about a nice oh. glass of shard? Like, oh. oh, that's not okay. That's a little pretentious. That's that's a little that, pretentious, that is. right? You know, well, in, every time I hear that phrase, I think of the movie Along Came Polly. With Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ben Stiller, where he goes to some art, you know, for those of our listeners that know the show or know the movie, you know, and he comes up to him and he goes, I just sharded. <laughs> and he goes, what is that? And he has to explain it. So I can never hear shard or any form of that word. Yeah, so you're, you're adding a T, Brian. There's no T in shard. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying it sounds very close. Oh, boy. It sounds very, very well, close. Well, moving on from, from, <laughs> from the gutter here. So, Robert, tell us a little bit about uh, the podcast, because you and I were speaking before we came onto the show here about how, you know, the podcast has evolved. Is it nine years running you've been doing this? Yeah, I've been, I started in August, it was in September of 2013. Wow. So we're all old. So as it's evolved, <laughs> you know, you were mentioning that sports, sports is interesting because so much of sports is sort of in the moment. And, and I imagine a lot of your episodes can't really age all that graciously just because that moment is past. But you did mention that you have some, you know, people that are historically important sports, sports historians and legacy episodes. Is there any particular one or two guests that you've had over the years that you would just shout from the mountaintops that you have to go listen to that interview? If you're an Astros fan, and forget about being an Astros fan, I think it's just a, a guy's an incredibly interesting guy, but we had Bob Aspermani on the show, and he was an original Colt 45 Houston Astro, but it's an incredible story because at age 16, he gets called up by the Brooklyn Dodgers with Jackie Robinson in 1956, and he tells the story about meeting Jackie Robinson, and Jackie gave him his glove, and he was he basically got uh that's pretty cool played one game or something like that if you look at the record books that was it and as a 16 year old and then he was back down and then uh i think he goes in the military uh within the next couple of years and then he's drafted in the expansion draft by the by the colt 45s at that time that became the houston astros but it's not just that that particular story but there's several stories there's an incredible story when he was playing with the Astros that's one of the great stories you'll ever hear from a player about one of the this kid that was blind and said uh, you know can you can you hit a home run for me and Bob Aspermani was not a home run hitter this is a guy that hit like maybe a few every year and that was it and this is in the this in the Astrodome day, so it was not easy to hit home runs, period. And the kids coming to Houston, obviously, for that. And on three separate occasions, he hits a home run for the kid. One time it was a grand slam. Walk, it was a, I don't know if it was a walk-off, but it won the game late in the game or something like that. And it's, I, I'm not doing the story justice. When he tells the story, it's incredible. I mean, this is a, this is a major feature film. If somebody would ever do this, and and they've done document a documentary on it. I mean, there's 
<laughs> there's so many great stories that he has, and it's it, if you go onto my YouTube page and just look under uh, Houston Sports Talk or Robert Land, it's it's uh, it's Robert Land is the page, but if you look up Houston Sports Talk, you'll eventually run into it. Somebody beat me to Houston Sports Talk, which I'm still pissed about. But uh, <laughs> Tell us how they, you really they, feel about that. They make lawyers for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, um, it might have been my fault. I don't know. But what happened was uh, uh, I took a couple, I did a couple of different interviews and it's about an hour long, but go look for that on YouTube. If, if you want to get that full thing it's it's absolutely one of my favorite you know i i got to like i said i got to interview simone biles but you know it, it was a shorter interview and it was in, in her early years and she was you know she was not as i think not as good of an interviewer back then you know i talked to her when she was 15 or 16 and yeah it takes it takes a little bit of time but yeah time uh, practice training and then i mean i have like stuff that's also personal to me because i've got to interview i'm wearing my oilers baseball cap as as you guys can see and the people at home I've, I've got a Oilers cap on and I've got a underneath I have an Earl Campbell t-shirt on as well and you know getting to interview some of the Oilers that I grew up with and talking to Dan Pastorini and the Hall of I got uh, Robert Brazil before he got into the Hall of Fame that's why I call it the Houston Sports Talk bump and talked to Elvin Bethay and some of these guys and got to tell them what they mean to me because they got me interested in sports and I've made a 30-year career out of it and I've got to do all these incredible, going to Super Bowls and and uh, playoffs and meeting all these incredible people along the way. And I mean, just, that, that's a laundry uh, list of thank yous, though, right? I mean, because we get to th- it's it's like everyone like when you think of all the people that have done what they've done for you to for us to have our own careers with with certain things. That's incredible. Oh yeah, that, no I doubt. mean, that's really incredible. No doubt. But so, that was a, that was I'm sold. That was a wonderful uh, uh, pitch there because I'm going to look at your your channel and check all those out. That's fantastic. I mean, if you got a your glove from Jackie Robinson, I, I mean, just that alone, you should frame that thing. Yeah, or put it in a safety deposit box and never touch it. <laughs> and, and if you're a Jackie Robinson, if you have interest in that, there's a particular show that I have up on YouTube right now where I've been lucky enough to, I, I put these sort of pieces together, but I talked to a former Brooklyn Dodger player. He just, he passed away within the last couple of years, but uh, he was in his nineties when he passed away and he got to play with Jackie with the Dodgers. I talked to a guy, there's a guy in, in Houston where we're at named Larry Wiggins. And, or Larry Miggins, and Miggins, uh, it's an incredible story. He played against Jackie in his first Dodgers minor league game in, in Montreal, and he's telling me about he's playing third base, and Jackie's putting down bunts and then hitting home runs over his head, and is like, who? what am I supposed to, you know, what do I do with this guy? And, you know, I have, you know, his story, and, you know, there's a couple of really cool, like, Houston angles for Jackie Robinson that people, you know, might not know about. But he's, like, he's one of my heroes in life and so uh getting to talk to people that talk to jack like knew jackie and this stuff happened to them you know i mean he's been gone for you know over 40 years i think now jackie has so to get to talk to these people and and have these connections it's 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 incredible well we want to thank you and for those of you that are listening check out robert's podcast a look up he's a wealth of knowledge on Houston sports for sure, uh, but anything sports you're going to find, you're going to like, and I'm sure he will have words with you if you have anything against <laughs> some of his teams. I'm sure he would be happy to debate you. <laughs> and 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 I know that for a fact because we've had numerous back and forth debates, which has always been kind of spirited, which I always enjoy. Well, that's always the beauty of a podcast, right? If you do want to get into the debate, it's like, come on. Yeah, that's right. Pull out the microphone. Let's talk about it. But Robert, before we get you out of here, man, um, 
what what do you typically do here in Houston when you're not going to a sporting event? What's, what's Other your than Miller Outdoor Theater. Before, besides Miller Outdoor Theater. What else would you recommend to our listeners who come to visit our fair city? I, I, I'm, a, I'm such an art fan that I love going to some of the, the galleries around Houston. That It's an underrated art scene. I think it's, it's, it's quietly one of the best in the country. And there's always, always these free shows, these free openings and stuff like that. And for somebody like, uh, well, let's say you guys, for example, you might like it because you get a lot of times they'll hand you some free free wine gla- when you when you go, a little wine, a little I, I like, snacks or I something like, he's like, like that. You guys like it because you drink alcohol as they take another sip. So <laughs> I, I agree. With you. I tell people that all the time when they ask about what to do in Houston, especially if they're here visiting for business purposes, things like that. I say, guys, we have some of the best museums, best galleries in the world. Absolute top notch, world class. Go check them out. They're all in one little area, and almost never do they take me up on that. Almost never. They're always, ah, uh, you know, I live in New York City. We got, we got gallery. I'm like, guys. <laughs> You're right. It's an underrated scene, and it's brilliant. Some of the galleries here are just and and we're. I'm stunning. not knocking New York because I've been I've been to the Guggenheim and other places up in New York, which are amazing. But I mean, sure, sure. I, I mean, but Houston's well, not like a a podunk town. I mean, we're one of the, the top, no, an interesting top four largest cities in in the U.S. Yeah, so. and interesting things happen here that I don't hear about always in other cities. So you, of course, you have the you know the MFA Houston and places like that, which is spectacular. But that's one of your just massive, heavily city-funded facilities. You get collections like the Manil Collection. This is a private collection. It's absolutely brilliant. And they're so dedicated to it. That, that you've been in Manila, the, the roof of the building is set up with these louvers to distill natural light that comes in so it can light all the artwork without fading it out with UV damage. It's a really, really brilliant design. And when Houston was starting to grow inner loop so rapidly about 10 years ago, the Manila went through and they bought like 50 different properties and flipped them back out with height restrictions so that nobody can build up and cut the natural light off to the collection. And that was all private money. That's amazing. Yeah, that is. It's a dedicated, dedicated art scene here. It really is. Well, okay. So, Robert, before we let you go, we always ask all of our guests that end up on the show, do you have some neighborly advice? Oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> do I ever? I mean, how long do you got? Um, I, to me, the, what's as, a, as somebody that's lived in apartments for years, one of the frustrating things is, it seems like you never know anybody that you're living with. And, and feel free to, when you see somebody in the hall, just don't ignore them. Say hello and, you know, go talk to them and know your neighbors. You never know when you might need them. And it's just, I feel like we're in this time where everybody's too busy looking at their phone as they're walking around, you know, go, going from their apartment to their car or something like that. And, you know, for me, it's just I, I, w- I would like to have more of a community feel. And it's real frustrating that this is kind of where we're at. And I feel like the phone gets in the way and just, you know, stop somebody. They're not going to bite your head. I mean, people are nice in you. Well, in Houston, for sure. And, you know, I mean, this city showed what it was made of when Harvey came around and we stepped up and people helped each other. So, I mean, that evidence is everywhere. And, and just, yeah, talk to your neighbors, please. All right. Well, that's good advice. We love, love to hear that. that. And I love hearing that from a fellow neighbor. So we want to thank Robert for stopping by. I hope you're going to hang out with us a little bit longer. So Sure. All right. Great. Uh, you know, so we are down at Miss Carousel. It is, we are happening. We are having a good time. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break real quick for a word from our sponsor. 
Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. They combine years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales to offer big media products at small business prices. To learn more, visit our Facebook page, or you can email us directly at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. Okay, so now we have, <laughs> I don't know if I'm scared or excited. I'm excited. I know you are. Uh, you know, my lovely bride is on the show for the first time for our season four finale. It's taken four seasons for her to come on the show, uh, but we have thrown some love to her Pilates studio, and we, we give lots of love, so we want to welcome Miss D to the show. Hello. Hi, y'all. Hi, Mrs. Chambers. <laughs> it's Thanks Mrs. for having it's, me, finally. It's, wait, 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 finally. We've, it, it's Mrs. Chambers? Indeed. Now, <laughs> he's, so, he's so formal because he, he, he's treading lightly, right? I am fully aware of what we put your wife and my wife through. So I am, I'm going to be as respectful as I possibly can, I think. <laughs> Philip, I know you better than that. It's okay. <laughs> That, all right. See the okay, truth. The, the truth. The truth comes out. Um, so, Miss, have you guys been having a good time hanging out, Miss Carousel? Um, well, with good food and good cocktails. What have, what have you guys been eating? Um, without without us. Well, we had some smoked oysters. We had um, the bacon wrapped uh, dates. We had um, mm, what else? Oh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. Things I don't things like. Things you don't like that I finally got to order. All the things I love, though. Well done. That sounds like a delicious I, I'm, meal. I'm not it a Brussels was. sprouts person. I'm just not a Brussels sprouts person. I'm well, sorry. I'm going to go ahead for our listeners who are not familiar with where we are. I'm going to go ahead and give a little bit of backstory here. So Miss Carousel is sister companies with a restaurant called Indianola. And they actually share a little walkthrough. It's quite brilliant between the restaurant and the bar. And they're both lovely spaces, but they are very different. And our wives made me incredibly jealous by having a beautiful meal over at Indianola while Brian and I were well, and, uh, figuring out where to plug and, in over Full here. disclosure, we were supposed to join them. We kind of actually ditched them because we had to set up. It's that, true. And that's a typical um, that, well, thing that happens. Typ- we get ditched typical, quite often wow. so that they can hang out together. Wow. She just spoke right to our audience. I'm bleeding. I, I mean, like the knife know, is in my belly. It, I am, you I am know bleeding. I love you guys it's, anyways. It, it's, in, it's in my back. Your wife just shanked us <laughs> really? in our season finale. Yeah, she has no no regrets either. <laughs> Polished up the verbal shiv right there. And boom, in it goes. Yeah. Honestly, thank you for enduring everything that you endure. I mean, yeah. really, I know that we do take a tremendous amount of time doing the podcast, which I'm not sure that either of us really anticipated when we came into it. But No, I don't think we did so either. Joyous for us. We kind of get swept up. Um, so you I appreciate know. it. Brian is very excited about doing this, and he puts so much time into it, and I know you do as well. And so I'm happy that he has found something that makes him happy. So. Oh, well, see, and that's, and that's that's why she... That's brilliant. That, that's why I love her. Um, but, you know, my wife, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take time to, to do a brilliant shout-out. She has a Pilates studio here in Houston, so she keeps in shape. She'll keep you in shape. You can go to breatheriveroaks.com if you want to get... 
hooked into the Pilates scene. Tell us about your Pilates studio, because honestly, it's 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 actually kind of sad. I, I know very little except for the the website, and that she's a brilliant Pilates instructor. That, that's really because you look like you do Pilates every day. No, yeah, thank you for that. The, 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 well, there's the <laughs> second there's the laugh. second knife in the back. <laughs> I'm just gonna be bleeding from all areas. Thank thank you guys. Okay. Again, just like with Robert, you, you kind of teed it up a little bit there. I just... As all right, fine. I'll take another drink. As she explains her health and spa. Yes, so um, my Pilates studio is located in central Houston, Shepherd and uh, Colquitt, which is close to West uh, Richmond. So and if you're visiting Houston, you guys are going to have to look those streets up, but it's in right, Houston. Central Houston. And um, I do primarily private sessions. Um, I have a couple of uh, group classes that I do online for Matt Pilates. Um, and then I have a couple of reformer classes as well. Um, but I offer um, within your session, it could be Pilates, it could be yoga, it could be some personal training um, balance work, whatever um, it is that the client needs, I can customize their workout to their um, to their needs. So, uh, but do tell our listeners, please, if they want to get a hold of you and Breathe River Oaks, what is the best way to track you down? Because we do have a lot of listeners that are not local here to Houston, but I, we know that you are local here to Houston. But we also know you can cater to those outside. Absolutely. So I can do um, private sessions or even you can join in on my group classes. I My group classes, aside from the reformer classes, are offered via Zoom. Um, so even private sessions can be via Zoom. So no matter where you are, I can cater to you. Um, you can check out my website, as Brian said earlier, it's breatheriveroaks.com. And um, my uh, the other way that you can contact me would be via email, which is info at breatheriveroaks.com. I love it. So there you go. So my, my brilliant wife who puts up with me is going to be hanging out. I can see that she has, uh, you know, speaking of a healthy Pilates instructor, she has a healthy amount of, of drinks that she has to consume over there on the table, as I see. Um, so hang on now before we, before we we let your <laughs> before we let your bride be unshackled from this microphone and these headphones, uh, I do have two things to put you on the spot with. Of course, we're going to have to ask you for your neighborly advice. But before we do that, I'm scared. Oh, that's a, that's a very dramatic pause right now. It's, it's like, I'm you, a little you, nervous. Can, well, yeah. Are you questioning what you're about to ask? No, I have. Okay. I, have, I have an honest question. Okay. Do you have in the four seasons of Neighbors Don't Knock? a favorite moment or episode? That's a good question. You see that shiv that you brought to the table? <laughs> right. Shank. <laughs> They're all good. Oh, oh, I love that answer. Well, That's a good answer. Well done. Yeah, we're going to, because she's pretty, we're going to let her get away with that one. How about your neighborly advice? <laughs> My neighborly advice? Yeah, yeah, yeah for all of us, for anybody who's listening for the show, do you have any advice that you would give as a neighbor? Well, sure. Number one, listen to Neighbors Don't Knock. And wow, number two... That, no one's ever said that. That's great neighborly advice. Winner, winner, chicken. Wow. All right. Here. Well, she just redeemed herself all over the place. <laughs> and number two is uh, stay healthy and get moving. There you ah, go. I like that one. Go. We haven't had that one yet. No, I don't, I don't not. think we haven't. So we want to thank my beautiful bride for showing up and supporting the show and being out here with us. Absolutely. Thanks for joining for the season finale. This is, this is fun. It's fun being on site. And thanks for finally having me on the show. You are welcome anytime. Absolutely.
A wine made with passion and soul is a great way to bring people together. And that's why we choose Alpacion. Alpacion is an award-winning wine produced in the Uco Valley region of Argentina and can be found in fine restaurants and retail establishments all over the world. Taste the passion today or book a trip to their vineyards and experience their exquisite lodge and glamping tents. Learn more at www.alpacion.com. All right, well, you know, we've had some great neighbors stop by so far, and we have another one right here. We want a big, uh, first of all, big shout out to Miss Carousel and Indianola for letting us be on location to do Indeed. our finale. Huge, huge thanks to both establishments uh, for, for putting up with us, taking up this much space. I know, and, and just letting us be here. We're having a blast, and right now we have the general manager, Jeff Taylor, with us of Indianola. Hi. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, Jeff. Oh, don't no, just in the middle of a busy service, I have a couple minutes to sit by and chat, say hi to some old friends, right? I, I love it. I love it. You know, because we don't get a chance to see you because you're always so busy. But, you know, tell us a little bit about the, how the restaurant's doing. You know, so uh, I, I came on board about 10 months ago, and so I was still onboarding right as you were recovering from a lot of the pandemic. And so I've only seen an uphill climb, right? Like, I'm the little yodeler going up the hill, right? Uh, we're not all the way out of the woods yet, but it's been so wonderful to see the growth and to see the hard work that everyone puts in because it is a grind. Uh, I don't know, you guys are aware, staffing in the industry is just next to impossible. But the people who are doing it dedicate themselves every day. They come in, they work hard, they sweat, they long days. They get rewarded sometimes pretty well for their efforts. But it is, it is really cool to see what you can do with such few people and the, the amount of people you can just take care of. And it's hospitality. We don't miss a beat, right? Like people come in here, they don't know that we're understaffed and they shouldn't. They shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to experience that, right? No, they, indeed. They're, they're coming here to, yeah, absolutely. To, to, to relax and have a good time, right? That's spoken like somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, you would hope that all the restaurants think and feel like that, right? You know? Yeah, I think they do. You know, I, I, I think there was a point where you had to say like, come on, we're struggling. But... The doors are open. The Ubers are out. People are on the streets, right? And it's good to see that. People need that. I've seen like a, a, a dark cloud kind of move off the city, especially personal, like personal wise, when you're talking to people, when you just go out, you see it in their eyes. You see a weight lifted off people's shoulders. They're going out. They're having a good time. They're, they're doing bachelorette parties. I mean, people are saying, hey, I'm going to this John Mayer concert that I've had tickets for two years. Yeah, it's right? Yeah, I know, right? You know, like... <laughs> And you know they're holding on to those tickets like a little talisman. Like, when I get to go to my concert... I'll know it's over. I know it's over, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, like, and they're like, yes, it's done. We get to go, right? And you, you see that. And, and, heck, it's something like John Mayer comes in, and they're going to bring... They're going to pack the doors at our place because they're going to be right at the Toyota Center. And we reap the benefits of that, too. So Yeah, you know, I tell you, I love that you say that because there really has been, as you put it, a dark cloud over everything. And, obviously, times are so tough still all over the country with inflation, with job pressures, with hiring issues, with staffing issues. People are stressed, and I'm seeing more smiles around Houston oh, yeah. despite that stress. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tremendous. Yeah. T tell me a little bit, if you don't mind, Jeff, about the neighborhood itself, because when I moved to Houston back in 03, you know, anything east of where Discovery Green is now was like no man's land. It was... Yeah, it this, was, this area is very, very different yeah, than what it used to be. Yeah, you just don't go. And I have friends who have had houses here throughout that entire time, and they're always telling me, look, 
this is the next big area in Houston. Just give it time. And it sure seems like by your establishments and by everything I'm seeing walking around these streets, it's blown up over here. Yeah, it's definitely a strange neighborhood for sure because there is so much entertainment so close by. So you have the Dynamo, the Dash, the the Astros, the Rockets, all of the concert venues. And it's a double-edged sword because people will come out because they're going to those things. But for case in point, like the, the World Series last year, you'd think this place would be hopping. It was a ghost town. In fact, every business down here was a ghost town because people go, oh, there's a World Series going on. I'm going to avoid that side of town like the plague because I don't want to have to pay $90 to park you know, uh. a mile away from where I'm going. But if you go a few blocks back, that's where you start to see it really starting to blow up. Uh, this is still kind of got that warehouse-y uh, vibe to it, kind of keeping that kind of gritty nature to it. But also, you can find a good place to go eat. You can find a place to go just have a have a Lone Star and a old granddad. I, I, I like that, though. <laughs> you know? Because to me, that's sort of like how the meat passing, packing district used to be rather in, in New York and those areas, right? Like, it's, it's very... Um, it appeals so nicely to younger people. Yeah. Right? That's you're, you're talking about Brooklyn now. Well. <laughs> Which is blown up kind of in the same way, yeah, actually. Exactly. I think I think much more so than here. Brooklyn is, Brooklyn is sort of uh, kind of pushed everybody out from a price well, standpoint. Well, yeah. I, I, I agree there, with that as well. But it kind of did the same thing. I hope that this doesn't do that. Um, you know, but do you guys have plans for, for Miss Carousel and for Indianola right now? Or just to keep, or just keeping, do you have anything coming in the pipeline as far as what you have yeah. for, for your for your restaurant? So the way I view this place is more of an event space than anything else. Yeah, we're a restaurant on a daily basis. We got our Buy the Slice Pizza joint. We have Miss Carousel, that cocktail bar and lounge. Turns into a kind of club carousel on the weekends with the DJ playing and the kids dancing like around. It's transforming into that. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. Now. You, you'll see it. Close. You'll see it happen it's around like 930. And like from 10 to 11, that's the, big, that's the big push. I don't know if you'll still be here at that time. But it's an event space. We have the back courtyard, the private dining room a killer wine list uh, and just this massive building where people don't know people get married here people have huge parties here it's corporate events uh, Southern Smoke coming up in October uh, they're taking over basically east of downtown right the Edo neighborhood yeah. they're going into uh, 8th Wonder Brewery and uh, they're going to come in here and take over our spot uh, they've they're going to use Miss Carousel for something I don't know what they're going to use it for <laughs> but they're going to use it it's for gonna something be exciting, it's going to be though. part of that and it's really fun to be a part of that organization and giving back and saying even if it's on the tertiary side to be like hey I'm a big supporter of Southern Smoke big supporter of what they do uh, just everyone who runs that organization is just incredible and just to be able to help out and to give back even that little way is just it's super important to me so uh, this is the event space I think it is the event space the best event space east of downtown and uh, maybe just a little plug you can call uh, give me an email Jeff at agricolehospitality.com. I could hook you up, get some pricing, get you in front of Carolyn Moyes, so who's our event no, coordinator. Oh, there you perfect. go. Absolutely. And, and by the way, they do have an incredible wine list because one of our uh, sponsors from our uh, from our show, you guys have them here. A yeah, little, little in, shout out in, to in, Al Passion Wine. Oh, yeah. Which you guys have them on the list. Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah really they, they got Houston Roots, which I love. Yes. Uh, and they're doing really cool things with Malbec. It's unoaked Malbec, which is really interesting. Uh Every Malbec I've come across my desk has just been heavily oaked. It's kind of like, you know, rinse, wash, repeat styles. And this unoaked version, I think, is really beautiful. It goes well with food, not overpowering. They do a fantastic job. So I can't yeah. 
Well, I, I love so how you glad. say that. I'm going to throw out a couple of shameless plugs because, you know, like Brian said, El Pasión has been one of our longest supporters. They are dear friends of mine personally, and I've known them for a very, very long time. Uh, we did have the entire El Pasión team on Neighbors Don't Knock. Yeah, so, so you should check out, check out that, that line, episode. They were really cool. There's a ton of them, right? Do you have yeah. enough microphones? Or well, they're like all sharing up? Well, like let's a, just say, we didn't have the entire international yeah. core. Yeah, indeed. It was we, actually, We, we yeah. had more of the local branch, and actually a couple from, from outside. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we did. So a little bit shout out. But I know you are a busy man, and I know yeah. you have a lot of things to do. Right, real quick, before you get out of here, do yeah. you have any neighborly advice? Neighborly advice? Yeah. Look people in the eye, say hello, share a drink with them. Oh, I love it. That's it. I love it. Uh, That's right, guys. We are here at Miss Carousel in Indiola. That was Jeff Taylor. So we want to thank Jeff for being on with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I had a fun time. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. So before we go any further, we just want to thank our sponsor of the show, CNG Communications. Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. That's right. They combine years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales to offer big media products at small business prices. To learn more, visit our Facebook page or email us directly at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. So, Philip, we've had an incredible fourth season. Like every every year is every season's been pretty incredible, actually. The, they really the more have I think, been. you know, you don't want to. It's like kind of your favorite child, right? You don't want to downgrade. Just like no, but but you know, when you have enough of them, there's going to be ones that are more favorable than others. Come on, let's let's be honest. I don't pick favorites, Brian. Oh, I, mean, I love all of our guests, but I'm just saying maybe there's more seasons that are favorable. You know, I'm going to say that I think we've had a great run so far. Of course, I have my favorite episodes. I'm going to keep those to myself because I think that our listeners should listen to all of them and yeah. do their own uh, I hope you guys judging do. in that regard. But I will say I am tremendously grateful to you and to all of our listeners and all of our guests. Really, the show is it's just so beautiful to see how it's organically grown over four seasons. And it's something that I think appeals to almost everybody. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think the fact that we want to discover new areas, uh, whether it be locally here or somewhere else in the United States and meet new people, it's just been very eye-opening for us to meet different people of different professions and interests and things like that. It's, it's really been wonderful. I think so, too. You know, one of the most amazing sort of bits of the process for me has been to discover that Basically, everybody has a compelling story. Everyone that we've ever had on the show, whatever walk of life they've been down, their stories have been absolutely entertaining, touching, inspiring. I'm, I'm really, really, I feel blessed, Brian, to be part of it all. Yeah, and just a shout out to all of our season four guests this year. You guys have been an amazing addition to our family here at Neighbors Don't Knock. And you, again, an open invitation to come back anytime. Anytime. That goes out to any guests that we have ever had. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We've got every avenue imaginable. You can reach out to our social media. You can email us at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. There are all kinds of ways that you can get in touch with us if you want to promote yourself, promote what you're doing, and and get in front of a mic. Yeah, we can. And, and we do it as friends, and we do it... <laughs> 
<laughs> we do you know, it. We do it with a little cocktail in hand right we now. We do. We do. So. I love. I love that you just laughed at that because for our for our listeners who uh, won't be seeing this on video, what just happened <laughs> for the first time in the history of Neighbors Don't Knock is another drink just appeared in front of both of us. <laughs> like magic. And that is like magic. I mean, I'm in my happy place right now. That was touching. I, I, right? You didn't have to do anything. That was brilliant. It, it's kind of like the Jetsons, you know, where you like hit the button and it just shoots out. You know, Rosie just flies Indeed. across. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we do want to thank uh, Night Rising Productions uh, for if you guys check out our YouTube channel. Uh, they are incredible for doing our, our videography and everything like that. So huge shout out to Night Rising Productions. You yeah, guys, yeah. Big, big thanks for doing this today, especially yeah. for our first big, big on-site experience. Absolutely. You, know? you guys need to look them up, contact them for your next project or anything that you have going on. They're going to be someone you will not regret hiring. I agree. I agree. And speaking of on-site uh, production, I really did mean it earlier when I was talking about how beautiful all the 20 and 30-somethings are that are wandering around this place. I'm feeling a little bit like I need to step up my game. If you have not checked out Miss Carousel and you are in the Houston area, you need to do yourself a favor and do that. And I'm just going to say, especially if you're single, because, wow. I know this, this place is happening right now. I, 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 feel like, I feel like one of the cool kids. I do feel like one of the cool kids. Right? I'm hip. I'm with it. I, <laughs> all right. Not when you say that. <laughs> and it's a good thing that no one's, like, listening to that moment right now. So, but, you know, we are, I think we're getting ready to wrap this one up, but we are not done hanging out because we're going to be hanging out with all of our neighbors that here have showed up. We just want to thank everyone for being part of the show. Uh, we could not thank you. We couldn't do it without you. We really couldn't. I agree 100%. Thank you to all of our listeners from the bottom of our hearts. Brian, again, thank you. Thank you. It's fun. I, it's fun. And uh, I, I think we're ready to wrap this one up. I see the lights going oh, low. Yeah. We, so we we're know getting, it's time when it's the getting, lights go down. It's getting club time. So uh, we're going to go enjoy ourselves. But make sure that you guys check out episodes of Neighbors Don't Knock every Friday. We have a season five coming up. We do. We have lots of great guests coming. And again, if you're looking to interact with the show, to support the show, check out our PayPal link. Check out our pod inbox. Drop us a line. You never know what you say might wind up on air. That's right. That's right. We appreciate it. all you guys. So make sure you catch us every Friday. Hit us up on social media. Peace out. Catch full episodes wherever you get your podcast or go to neighborsdontknock.com.